let's explore Fawcett and five other spiritual poems. This is Lama Jigme Gyatso. Welcome to Meditate Like a Jedi. Today's first poem, Fawcett. The term collective unconscious was first coined by the Neo-Freudian Carl Gustav Jung. It could be thought of as a source of the next great idea. When that idea has come, it will find a conduit, sometimes several. Folks can choose to be faucets of the collective unconscious, or choose to resist it like a cork in a bottle or a stopper in a sink. It has been said of women in labor that when the baby is ready to come, it is going to come, whether the doctor is there or not, whether it is convenient or not. Whether it is in keeping with so-called decorum or not. Likewise, when the collective unconscious is pregnant with the next new idea, it will find conduits. The question of the mystic or the writer or both is... Will I live my life in acquiescence to this collective unconscious, and thus function as a tool for the betterment of humanity and for its continued evolution? Or shall I live my life in resistance to the promptings and leadings of the collective unconscious, forever second-guessing forever second-guessing as a slave to my own perfectionistic tendencies. The greatest luminaries urge us to choose the former, to choose to hearken to the whispers of the ethers, and promise that if we do, we will be in for a hell of a ride. Consider Luke upon Tatooine, what could have happened to all his potential if he hadn't chased after R2-D2? What would the Imperial troopers have done to him? Consider Neo in the Matrix. What could have happened to all his potential if he hadn't followed De Jure's tattoo of the White Rabbit and met Trinity? Our brainstem screams at us to choose safety and security and dignity, while our midbrain offers us the peace of centered spontaneity. These choices are mutually exclusive, as we can only choose one, and remind me of the passage in the Christian New Testament where John writes, Perfect love drives out fear. Let us lead a life 
of centered spontaneity that unlocks our potential to benefit humanity. Today's second poem, Fresh Air. She lamented that her meditation practice had lapsed. I asked her where she used to meditate. She told me she did so in her bedroom. Well, that's your problem right there. I live in sunny Southern California, so I meditate outside in the fresh air, and when it rains, I meditate in the front room, all bundled up and in close proximity to a space heater, but with the front door open so I can breathe that fresh air. There is nothing like it. I could never do that, she explained. It would disturb my concentration. Concentration is not the way of Buddha. It is the way of other paths, but it is not Buddha's path. For he taught to passively and vulnerably notice whatever internal or external experiences play across our six senses of sensation, flavor, scent, sound, sight, or mind. Simply notice without shoving away or clutching after. Simply notice in harmony with our inhalation and relax as best we can with each out-breath. For relaxing, so I have problems pronouncing that word lately, for relaxing supports release, which supports freedom. Today's third poem, Dagobah. If fool I must be, then may I be a humble one. If I stumble into error, do be so kind as to let me know. For nothing is permanent, not even ignorance. And the road to wisdom could be paved with the vulnerability we see with Luke, with Yoda, on Dagobah. Today's fourth poem, Whispers. If we look for reasons not to meditate, we will always find them, be they real or fanciful. For just as an object at rest appears to resist movement, so too the brainstem is not quick to relinquish its dominion, and to that end could use every dirty trick to undermine our spiritual growth, like Palpatine's manipulative whispers to Anakin so pleasing to the ear, so enticing to the pride, so destructive to the mind. Today's fifth poem, Another Jew. In the 1700s, Karma Chakme revealed sky treasures that tugged 
students away from the rigidity and sectarianism of patriarchy. In the 1800s, Zan Patrul revealed sky treasures that drew students toward the flexibility and egalitarianism of matriarchy. In the 2000s, Jigme Gyatso revealed sky treasures that led students even deeper into the passivity and vulnerability of matriarchy. For if humanity is to avert the coming apocalypse of its own making, we must step away from the rigidity, competition, and cruelty and step toward flexibility, cooperation, and compassion. We must transcend the Sith-like tendencies of our fear-based brainstem. For another Jew once wrote, perfect love drives out fear. Today's sixth poem, Serve You Well. To those who would be my gratis students, I would remind you that neither fear nor guilt nor desperation will serve you well on the path of meditation. Simply be punctual in your attendance, enthusiastic in your homework, generous with your skill set, and everything could take care of itself. Today's seventh and final poem, Posture. A student was laying hands upon her husband while chanting in an effort to improve his health with an energy treatment. As I supervised over the webcam, I watched her complexion redden and heard her voice grow strained and hoarse and stifled. Miss P, please stop. You are compressing your own airways, harming yourself, and frightening your poor husband. Which is excellent if your desire is to self-importantly strive to impress all present with the nobility of your self-sacrifice. But if you really wish to benefit your partner as well as yourself, Remember to be impeccable with your posture, head directly over shoulders, shoulders directly over tush, all perpendicular to each other. While performing the laying on of hands, ergonomics and comfort are of great importance. For slow and steady win the race, and sustainability is the root of spirituality. Let us conclude with a simple call to action. 
This podcast will never have any advertisements, so support us monthly on PayPal and like us on your podcast service to help others find us just as you found us as well. If meditation has felt possible, boring, or just out of reach, you are welcome to register at buddhajoy.org for the next series of live online meditation class webinars that meet once a week.